There's nothing quite like talking to someone about their passion, whether it's the work they do, a side hustle or something completely outside the box. I just love hearing people share the things they live and breathe for. Welcome to My Passion Project, the podcast where we do precisely that. I once heard the most poetic reflection on wine. Wine is grapes, little more than grapes. But the reason we find it so interesting is because it's so different. The exact same variety of grape, grown in different soil or a different climate, or even in the same place but in a different year, tastes completely different. You can't replicate it. What you have in that bottle is a one-off. It's unique. It's why we romanticise wine, why people collect it, why it's so expensive. And if you think of wine that way, it's no surprise that people have a passion for it. I was so lucky to meet one such person, Maritza. She lives and breeds her passion for wine and just can't get enough of sharing it with others. I simply had to have her on the podcast. I hope you enjoy, maybe even over a glass of wine. Well, hi there, Maritza. Welcome to My Passion Project. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. Could we start by asking you the question, Maritza, what is your passion? My passion is what I do every day. I work in wine and I love the wine industry. So I'm one of those people who have discovered it very young in my life. Yes, it's just something I love. I love sharing it with other people. And it's exactly what I do every day. And, and I can I can confirm this firsthand. I was lucky enough to go on a wine tour you hosted in Mudgee a couple of months ago, and your passion was just infectious. I, I said to my oh, partner, I've got to get Maritza on the podcast because she is passionate about wine. So what, what do you like about wine? Why, why is it your passion? Oh, look, I think it's very much the romance of it. Wine is very... Um, personal it's a very personal thing it's it's something that hasn't changed through the ages it's still very traditional in a way but wine is now so so accessible it's accessible to everyone if you think it was a very niche thing a few years ago you know we're just a selected few had the privilege to be able to drink good wine and have access to good wine it is now doesn't matter who you are you can have the same experience. And it's just kind of getting people to discover the whole concept and enjoy it with me. I love that. I love it. I love trying to figure out what they like and giving them what they like. It's certainly a, a tailored experience. And I guess everyone has different tastes in wine. What wine do you like most? Look, I am a full-bodied, complex red girl, <laughs> very much, which is a strange thing to say living in Maji, because um, Maji isn't really, will not be um, classed as a full-bodied, complex wine region. But I think we make 
wine that is very interesting, very, very subjective to most palates. I find that most people really enjoy our wine, find it easy to drink. You know, we've got those selected people who really just love the Barossa. And um, that is a whole different kettle of fish. But in Maji, I think there's just so many interesting ways of working with the wine and the grapes. And our winemakers really try, I think, and try and be different. And that's what I love about the region. You never know from one year to the next what's going to come out of this region. Do you remember the first time you tried a Maji wine? I do very well. We came down for Flavors of Maji, which is our wine festival that we hold under normal circumstances every September, which is fortunately going ahead this year for the first time in three years. And um, we came down just for a visit to kind of have a look around, and I discovered Turiga Nacional, which is a varietal that I've never heard of in my life before because I've never been to Portugal. And, yeah, discovered this wine, absolutely loved it, had to come back every year after that to come and buy a bottle of Turiga Nacional, and in 2016 just decided to stay. So I always say that wine was the reason or the catalyst to me moving to Maji. Yeah, yeah. And were you passionate about wines before you discovered that there in, in Maji? Were there different wines back home or yeah. here in Australia that caught your interest? I've always, I've always been interested in wine, but I've never had the um, privilege to live in a region where they made wine. Coming from South Africa, I lived um, quite far from Cape Town where our main wine regions were. But I, I did work for a company that did wine distribution in the province where I lived. Yeah, I kind of just got, got involved in the industry and loved the industry. Look, I, I talk about romance of wine, and that's kind of the, the sitting with your friends on the deck, beautiful cheese platter, enjoying a wine and appreciating it together. That's kind of the side of wine that I really love, and that's the side that I got involved with first. Never thought I'd be driving a bus <laughs> as a as a as a main um, source of income in my life, but I really it combines everything that I love. It combines the fact that I meet new people on every tour, love people, and I'm a study of people, and I study what they like in wine, and then I provide that. You know, they're saying if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. I can really attest to that because I always joke and say, you know, what I do isn't really a job. I drive friends around and take them to, to taste wine. The only difference is I don't drink it with them. You certainly do provide the most curated experience. I, we were just blown away. You know, I, I've done my fair share of wine tours, but never have I had the the tour guide start by asking you know which which drops of wine do we enjoy and then that would determine the vineyards we went to over the next five or six hours I've I've never quite seen anything like that have you always done it that way always done it that way I believe if you it's all about you at the end of the day you know if I can take you to any vineyard in Maji and look Maybe you will like it. Maybe you'll find something you like at that vineyard. 
But for me, it's about you going away and saying, oh, wow, that was really an eye-opener. I didn't, I didn't expect that of this region. And I didn't expect that I would like so many things. You know, you get people who love Moscato, and then you get people who don't like Moscato. If I'm a Moscato lover and I take and I get taken to vineyards that have dry, full-bodied wine the whole day, I'm not going to enjoy the tour. So it's kind of I have to tailor it to my customers' tastes. Not always easy, but we try our hardest to do that. Because at the end of the day, if you're enjoying the wine, you'll enjoy the experience. And it will make your trip memorable. And that's what it's all about, creating your magic moment. You know, you've touched on the sort of aspect of wine about bringing people together, you know, over a cheese platter, sh- sharing a, a glass of wine over a, a meal. How do you like to enjoy wine when you're, when you're not helping others enjoy it? I very much like easy drinking wines. I love coming home after a day's work. And just sitting down and enjoying a glass of wine. I'm a very, I'm a social wine drinker, so I really enjoy doing it with my husband, Clive. Yeah, we just like uncomplicated wine. You know, I'm not one of those people that are, that always cook a beautiful dinner and feel, oh, I have to have a special bottle of wine. It much um, more often happens that we just sit down, he's on his feet the whole day, and we just want to have time to relax and appreciate where we live and enjoy what we do. I I read a beautiful quote by Jose Andrews that every time I open a bottle of wine, it's like taking an amazing trip somewhere. Do you agree? Definitely. Definitely. It's a cognitive memory. It's like I said to you on the tour, as I don't know if I mentioned it to you on the tour, but every bottle of wine you're going to, buy from Maji, you're going to have a memory. You're going to sit in your house. And that's why I try and create a memory. Even when we're at the cellar door, I try and create, paint a picture of you having that wine with your friends and family. It's kind of like you taking a little piece of Maji home with you. It, it's so special, isn't it? And, and we've enjoyed doing that. Um, indulged in some of those wines we we purchased in the months since, whether that's you know together on a on a special occasion or with with friends over, and getting to relive that wonderful day we had over a, a bottle of wine, it's it's just something you you couldn't get had we just ducked down to Dan Murphy's and and got a, a bottle off the shelf, even of the equivalent value. It's just it's so special, isn't it? That's awesome, and and that. And hearing you reiterate that to me is fantastic because I don't always know if people go home and they really, um, in you know, indulge or enjoy it the way I, I hope they do. Yeah, it's wonderful to kind of hear feedback from you and that it actually is that memory and it does create that, that um, vivid memory coming up of when you were here.
So of all the things to be passionate about, do you have any idea on on why it was wine that gripped you, Maritza? Um, I think I think in Australia it it was the privilege of being much more involved in where it's grown, where it's cultivated, where it's made, the behind the scenes side into the industry, which I wasn't always privy of. I always knew I liked drinking it, but now I kind of I like the people that work in the industry. I love their passion for what they do. Because I think every winemaker is like an artist. Mm-hmm. And if you know that winemaker style, you know if you like it or not. You you kind of gravitate towards that winemaker and what they do. They can they can use product from anywhere. If that's what you love, you will enjoy it. And that's what I so much never got about wine. And all of a sudden, this whole new thing opened up to me and I was like, wow, these people actually have their own unique signature in each and every bottle of wine. And I think we're very privileged here as well, working with smaller wine wineries, um, winemakers that can work with every year's fruit and make, you know, what, what that year was kind of what was happening in a vineyard that year. I think anyone can make wine off a recipe, but it's difficult to, you know, just try and make something if you don't have great fruit. And I think that's what our guys do really, really well. They work very well with what happens in the vineyard and um, what happens weather-wise every year. And like you know, the past few years have been really kind of a little bit contentious regarding weather and circumstances, but they've persevered and every year is different. That's what's so interesting and so exciting. Every year people can come back and they can taste something that's kind of, yeah, that wine make a signature, but the grapes are different, so it's a different wine. Did you ever think about becoming a winemaker yourself? No. <laughs> I'm not a very scientific person. <laughs> so most winemakers either they science teachers or mm. they are chemists. So it is a very scientific process. I'd love for them all to use me as a taster. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> if they're not sure about anything, I can come in and be your, <laughs> your quality control and your taste tester. I can put my hand up for that job. <laughs> I won't know what you have to add, but I can tell you. Yeah. You know it's good. <laughs> What's it been like comparing combining your your passion with your work, your your business? Oh, the biggest privilege ever. So when I moved to Maji, I actually started out working in a cellar door. And I have to say that. It was one of the greatest experiences ever. I learned so much. I learned so much about the region. I learned so much about what we actually produce here. And I think if if I didn't have that background initially, I would have probably not been 
so passionate and so inquisitive about every single cellar door and what they do. Because that kind of awoke a curiosity in me of, well, if we do this here, I want to know what the guy next door is doing and the guy down the road. And in that driving to different cellar doors and just socially going to taste wine and getting to know the people at the cellar doors, tasting what they, you know, what they have on offer every year. It's just, yeah, it's just amazing that I never thought it would be possible to earn money from something that I really, really enjoy so much. And it's it's really, it's a huge privilege for me. I, I feel blessed every day beyond uh, my imagination of how great it is. And it's so great speaking to you because it, it kind of, yeah, it just reiterates it and reminds me that I should, um, yeah, the people that are not so nice, <laughs> I should forget about them and, and just enjoy the, the 99% that are. <laughs> That, that that's so important, isn't it? And you know, yes. a lot of a lot of my listeners are in New South Wales. Should they should they come to Mudgee? How how should they get in touch? They should definitely come to Mudgee. Look, at this stage, it feels like we've had um, eight million tourists through Mudgee already. But um, we are a very touristy town, and we love tourists. We love it. We are built on tourism, and um, yeah, we love we love. I just love. I would love everyone to love Maji as much as I do because I think what we do, we do really well and we've got so much to offer. You know, Maji is the only region where you can actually come to and get the opportunity to talk to a winemaker. He can actually tell you what he does. He can actually tell you how we fix something during a vintage you can come to our region and have a tasting in someone's garden, which is very, very special. You can come here and, you know, just be if that's what you want to be. You can just sit back, relax, unwind, and just watch the world go by. Our regional tourist office is a great place to start. Um, as far as accommodation, possibilities is concerned because accommodation is your first and foremost point where you will start mm. planning a weekend in Maji. And then, of course, you're going to want to go on a wine tour and you're going to want to do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone should come at least once in their lifetime to experience this beautiful region. And apart from wine, there's so much more that this region has to offer. There's a lot of history here. It's a lot of Australian history during the gold rush era so it's and yeah it's kind of just learning a bit about your own backyard it's lovely maritza is there any advice you'd offer to others who either share your passion for wine or or are pursuing their own passion look sometimes we think we love something and then we start doing it and then we realize well that is not actually the the direction that we wanted to go in or this is actually not 100% what I thought it was. I just say keep on trying. You know, I when I worked in the wine industry, I thought that I would love initially when I was selling wine in a cellar door, I thought this is my dream job. 
I am in a working winery. I can finally see what happens behind the scenes. I can be involved in the whole process from taking it off the vine to actually it being put into a bottle. And then I realized that the one thing that I didn't expect um, was repeating myself all the time. And that's what I didn't like. And then all of a sudden, was taken out of my comfort zone and I had to think of another way to make my passion for this industry work. And by starting the tours, I I got the number one thing that I loved about what I did, and that was meeting new people every day because people are my passion. I love people as much as I love the industry. Um, If I didn't have the people on the bus, the industry would mean nothing. For me, it's all about sharing my love for the industry with other people. By getting people on a bus, new people every time, it was like, wow, new people. I can tell new people about the region. I can tell them about everything that the region has to offer. And that I really loved. I loved getting involved in everyone's passion and what everyone else did. I've kind of felt constricted by only being in the one cellar door. And now it's like, I just love being able to share everyone's passion for the industry and what they do and what they do so well with people who come to the to the region for the first time. Maritza, thanks so much for joining my passion project. Thank you very much for having me, Matt. It's been a pleasure. I'll be heading overseas for a few weeks, so this will be the last episode for the next little while, but I can't wait to share the second half of Season 2 with you in early November. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe or share. I'd love if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you download your podcasts. And if you or someone you know has a passion worth sharing, be sure to get in touch at www.mypassionprojectpodcast.com.